Realtors are going to see big changes in the way they market themselves and their listings in the not-too-distant future. In this episode of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast, we gaze into our crystal ball and prognosticate on what's going to happen and how you can own a spot in your own local market by jumping on this trend early. Welcome to the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Listen as each episode explores ideas and tactics that real estate professionals can use to get more clients and make more money. Here are your hosts, Paul Polson and Val Lebrecht. After a hiatus of a couple of months, we're back with episode 13. Our one-a-week upload schedule proved to be a little ambitious, especially when we're experiencing what will turn out to be one of the busiest years in real estate ever. For the foreseeable future, we're going to be uploading on a monthly schedule, and from time to time, we might sneak in a bonus episode. We're also going to broaden our focus to real estate professionals beyond realtors. The scope of the podcast will expand to include topics that will be of interest to photographers, videographers, and other marketers that support the licensed pros in this industry. No promises, but we might even slide in a little something for mortgage brokers once in a while. With that little bit of housekeeping out of the way, let's talk about the future of real estate marketing. The world is not the same place it was a year ago. Too big to fail industries like airlines, entertainment and energy have undergone seismic changes in a very short period of time. Experts, professors and economists tell us that a lot of these changes were going to happen eventually, but the onset of COVID compressed what was supposed to take years or decades into weeks or months. Real estate is not immune to these transformations. By and large, local real estate markets across Canada have been hot throughout most of 2020. City dwellers are eyeing a slower-paced, more rural lifestyle, and it's easy to see how what buyers want now differs from what they wanted in 2019. What's less obvious is how the same technology that allows telecommuting and remote work will impact how realtors market themselves and their listings going forward. In the near future, realtors will be able to complete a larger volume of transactions each year. Thanks to virtual viewings and websites that allow buyers and sellers to more fully educate themselves, the process of buying or selling a property will become more lean and more straightforward. Successful agents will be able to decide between making the same money they are now while working fewer hours or working the same hours and making more money while taking business away from their competition. Back in 2016, we gave presentations to brokerages on the Sunshine Coast to share what we thought realtors had to do to market themselves and their properties. The main pieces of this strategy were listing photos and videos. Along the way, we took Gary V's advice and started writing scripts that would help our clients become the digital mayors of our community. The plan worked out well for our clients, but recently we've started noticing a decline in organic reach and engagement. At the same time, ads have become more expensive. We're seeing more competition for attention in social media feeds and not just from realtors. Advertisers from all industries are fighting for that same space. While these strategies still work, they don't perform as well as they once did. The marketing landscape has shifted for realtors. Like entrepreneurs in other industries, realtors are looking for a new way to move forward and pull ahead of their competitors. Our current belief is that the way forward is long-form cornerstone content. This means videos that are 8 plus minutes in length. Videos could be a weekly vlog from a realtor, or it could be episodic content, a mini version of what we see on reality TV. Realtors will shoot one of these long-form videos and use it as the cornerstone of their social marketing strategy. 
the one long clip would be cut up into smaller clips which would then be used to post to social media between episodes. When it's cut up and repackaged, this one long piece of video will provide social media content for two to four weeks at a time. We've been watching how realtors, agencies, and social media management services are advertising right now. Their strategies primarily focus on convincing someone to buy or sell a home. Most of these ads are call to action, messages that say, I'm a realtor and you should hire me to sell your home. We don't think this is the best tactic for realtors to get clients and here's why. Rightly or wrongly, the way that the real estate industry is viewed by outsiders is that all realtors will do some version of the same thing and charge the same standard commission. In their eyes, one realtor is just as good as another. To the uninitiated, realtors are seen as a commodity. While sellers may be excited to get their house sold and move on with the next stage of their life, they're not excited by the selling process or at the thought of dealing with a realtor that they don't know. This mindset is difficult for realtors to overcome because despite there being a lot of really good agents out there, there's a perception that buying and selling real estate is a very stressful thing and that realtors are not people you want to deal with unless you're forced to. This is a lot of friction for realtors to overcome and it means if you're looking to land a listing directly through call-to-action marketing, it's going to happen largely because you got lucky. To land a seller this way, your call to action has to hit a very specific person at a very specific point in their life. You need a seller that doesn't have an existing relationship with an agent and that doesn't have a friend that can recommend someone. This seller finds themselves in a position where they need a realtor immediately, but they don't know where to turn, so they decide to work with the first name that pops up. If you're lucky, they see you on Instagram or Facebook at this exact instant and obey your call to action to contact you. If this hypothetical seller doesn't need an agent immediately, they'll probably research local realtors before making their choice. Here again, luck factors heavily into their decision. In this case, the best you can hope for is that you get onto their short list of candidates. If call-to-action campaigns need luck to work and aren't particularly effective, what should realtors do to attract listings instead? If we're skipping past old school techniques like cold calling and door knocking, your best bet is building top of mind awareness and installing your name deep into the brains of your audience. You need to own real estate in your audience's head so that when they say, I need to sell my house, the first name their subconscious presents to them is yours. You achieve this recall by using a long-term branding campaign. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast like this, but I wanted to tell you that we have an email newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, sign up at canadianrealestatemarketing.ca so you never miss an episode. Every episode of the podcast is made for Canadian realtors and other Canadian real estate professionals. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get back to the podcast. When it comes to social media marketing, the gold standard for this type of branding campaign would be for you to hire a full-time videographer that will shadow you five days a week. Maybe you pay them 50000 a year, and for three days a week, they follow you around and shoot footage. On the other two days, they edit a vlog that's uploaded on a consistent schedule. Depending on the proficiency of that videographer, maybe he or she is shooting your home tours as well, but that should be secondary and only if their schedule allows. Don't sacrifice that videographer's time on listings. That person is an investment in your future. They're working now so that in two years, you've built an audience that automatically associates you with selling houses. Don't squander that long-term investment on near-term gains. Once you've been branding for a year or more, that full-time videographer is probably going to be fairly interchangeable. 
Maybe you bring in a kid that's handy with shooting and editing, and they stick around for a couple years before they get an offer to make double or three times the money shooting something else. Because they're churning out a video every week, they're going to have a body of work that will make them very attractive to production companies and producers. Eventually, they're going to get an offer for a bigger project and more money. At this point, you either give them a raise and try to convince them to stay, or you wish them well before you look for your next videographer that's hungry for their big break. So your own videographer is your best investment. But if you don't want to hire staff or make that kind of commitment, your next option would be to work with a third-party production company to consistently make videos that may or may not be directly related to real estate. You would always want to let your audience know that you're a realtor. That would never be a secret. But the most important thing for these videos is to build some general celebrity around your name. An example we've mentioned more than once is for a realtor to do restaurant reviews. They would go to the restaurant and do a short profile of the establishment and interview the manager or the owner. Then they go into the kitchen and see one or two of the main dishes being made. After that, they'd go out to the dining room and sample what we watched being prepared. They'd say, wow, this is delicious. Come and eat at the Blackfish Pub and tell them realtor John Smith sent you. This type of thing is very targeted to your community and it's something that locals would be excited to share. It's also something that neighborhood restaurants would be eager to participate in. People that don't need a realtor right now would still watch your videos even if they aren't buying or selling a house because people like to go out and eat. They'll watch because the content is entertaining, informative, and local, and because it's not overly salesy. While this audience is watching you wine and dine your way through their city, you're subtly planting the seed that you're a realtor that they know and trust. When the time comes that they eventually need an agent, your name is the first name that pops to mind. Don't feel like you have to review restaurants though. You could do business profiles, check out the coolest new vehicles at the local car dealership, or cover every local festival and celebration throughout the year. If you feel like those things are too far off brand, there's also the option to do something real estate related and HGTV-esque. Whatever you're doing, the key aspect of this strategy is that you're creating broadly entertaining long-form content on a consistent basis. Once this content is produced, it can be chopped up and reused for smaller bits of content during the following weeks or during the month. Long-form cornerstone content is far more expensive than other types of real estate videos and as such, it isn't a great fit for an agent that wants to do two or three extra deals a year. But if you're an agent that's building a team or you're looking to do 50 plus deals a year, long-form cornerstone content could be the strategy you're looking for. As an added bonus, this strategy also gives you a lot of influence if you ever decide to branch out or switch gears. If you decide to change brokerages, you're not just bringing you and your client list, you're bringing an established brand, local celebrity, and a dedicated audience with you. This can give you a ton of leverage. Local celebrity also opens the door for things like speaking, seminars, books, courses, coaching, consulting, or even politics. And depending on how much you like your on-camera experience, it may even turn into a TV career. Yeah, we think there's that kind of potential in this concept. If you look around, you'll find agents that are already benefiting from these kinds of videos. Realtor Michelle Getzinger explores the landmarks, attractions, and neighborhoods of Pittsburgh in her series of regular videos, and Whistle Realty Group in San Diego is crushing it with its East County Eats web series. Perhaps the most ambitious take on this concept is listed, 
an entire roster of real estate-themed programs produced by realtor and reality TV star Ryan Serhant. Serhant has simultaneously launched his own brokerage and media company in Manhattan and uses streaming platforms to distribute his content. In the not-too-distant future, we expect to see top agents and brokerages using long-form cornerstone content to create exposure and celebrity while solidifying their place in their markets. By jumping in sooner rather than later, you'll give yourself a head start that your competition may find insurmountable within just a few years. We hope you found this episode of the podcast interesting and valuable. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. And join our mailing list to get an email reminder each time we upload a new episode. Visit CanadianRealEstateMarketing.ca to sign up. We're Val Labrack and Paul Polson, and this has been episode 13 of the Canadian Real Estate Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.